are now tuned in to Trust the Scoop with your host, Philip Dukes, a.k.a. Dukes the Scoop. Yo, welcome to episode three of Trust the Scoop. I'm your host, Philip Dukes, a.k.a. Dukes the Scoop. Follow me on Instagram at Dukes the Scoop, on Twitter at Dukes the Scoop, on Facebook at Philip Dukes, and also catch this podcast on Apple at Dukes the Scoop or Trust the Duke, uh, Trust the Scoop, and also on Spotify or anywhere you get your podcast. So video, you got it here. Audio, you got it there. Make sure you subscribe to all platforms, please, and thank you. All right, so, uh, you know, usually when I start my podcast, I come out and I talk about something that's, you know, like a funny story or something, you know, you know, something to kind of break the ice before we dive right into recruiting and the practice notes. But this week, we don't have practice notes. You know why? Because we didn't practice. Why didn't we practice, Dukes? We didn't practice because of the spread of COVID, which has been ongoing on campus and it's not nothing new. Uh, all, they've been fighting this the whole time. And definitely with people that you got some people that are get it and get it again. And you got some people that have had it, roommates had it, and it's just the contact tracing everything. So it's hard to get those practices in. So they didn't have enough people Tuesday and Wednesday to practice. I think Thursday too. But later in the week, a lot of the players didn't feel like going to a meeting. And for what I'm hearing, it had a lot to do with the incident that happened in Kenosha, Wisconsin where an unarmed black man was shot seven times in the back. Uh, apparently, or allegedly, he was reaching for a weapon, uh, and he had some bad warrants. So I'm just trying to say everything, you know what I mean, just to so we can get it clear or be fair about it. So, uh, yeah, um, the players felt the kind of way about that, especially with the uh, social climate and uh, what's going on around the country and around the world, but definitely around the country when it comes to uh, the treatment and uh, I guess what people would call uh, social inequality shown to black people and a lot of the players the team was predominantly black they didn't want to meet they didn't feel comfortable they didn't feel good they were hurting and they didn't practice uh Gus Malzahn decided that it would be best to give the guys the weekend off and that's been a major point of contention in Auburn right now um I'm watching the boards I'm looking at what's happening on social media and uh man this is probably one of the most disheartening times that I can say I've been a part of as being an Auburn man. So I thought today, um, before I get into all the, everything else, because it's really not even anybody who's reporting a whole lot is really working over hard. Like they're they're seriously burning the candle on both ends, or they're fabricating stuff because it's really not a whole lot of news coming out more so than what you're seeing. And I know this to be true because if you follow me, you know as soon as I get some scoop, I'm running to Twitter. But it's just not a whole lot out there. You're going to see guys come to start reporting more and more on 2022 and 23 kids because it's the same guys in this cycle for the most part. There could be a couple of dark horses, which I'll get into. But, yeah, definitely. It's not just a – it's a kind of a dead period right now. We should be preparing for our first game. And any other, we should be preparing for North Carolina in a regular year. But we aren't because this is not a regular year. So, yeah, with that being said, I did just want to um, – I want to drop my two cents on it. And I think I've gained the respect of a lot of Auburn men and Auburn women over the past few months and just explain who I am. And uh, I think I wanted to just kind of talk about the differences between Auburn and other universities, Auburn and other communities, and what makes Auburn special. Now, you got Auburn fans, right? You got Auburn graduates, and you have Auburn men and women. But I'm going to say an Auburn man. So I'm going to say Auburn grad, Auburn fan, Auburn man. 
Now, a lot of people may not feel like those three things are separate, but they're really separate. And now one person can be all three things or one person can be two of the three or you can be one of the three. But in the armor community, you're going to be one of the three at least. And there's a difference between them. So let's start here. Auburn grad, right? This right here. Let's see. Ugh. All right, this right here. Hi, my middle name. But yeah, very proud of this. This makes me an Auburn grad, right? This means that I completed the curriculum required for me to get a bachelor's degree from Auburn. Auburn grad, right? Cool. Remember that. This right here, all this stuff, you know, me going to the games, this paraphernalia, all of that, the Auburn tickets, supporting the team, that makes me an Auburn fan, right? Auburn fan. I'm a great fan. Cheer every time. Donate my money. Go to the alumni events. Auburn fan, right? What's an Auburn man? So, and I love this. So, the Auburn Creed. A lot of people us know, a lot of us know, and we like to say the last part, the very last. And because Auburn men and women believe in these things, I believe in Auburn and love it. Woo! Everybody loves that one. Oh, yeah, that's that's it. Makes us feel real good. Yeah. But let's get into the hard part of the Auburn Creed. And this is the second half. Out of eight passages or eight stanzas, however you want to say it, the second half starts. One, two, three, four. And it's so apropos for the situation that's going on right now, so we can kind of get some understanding about it. I believe in obedience to law because it protects the rights of all. Mm. I believe in obedience to law because it protects the rights of all. Cool. Right behind that. I believe in the human touch, which cultivates sympathy with my fellow men and mutual helpfulness and brings happiness for all. For all. Whew. That's strong. I believe in my country because it is a land of freedom and because it is my own home and that I can best serve that country by doing justly. Loving mercy and walking humbly with God. And because Auburn men and women believe in these things, I believe in Auburn and love it. That and this, all of this, the heart, my heart makes me an Auburn man. Your heart. The creed makes you an Auburn woman. Operating out of mercy, abiding by the law is very important. He just said it. Abiding, we believe in abiding by the law. But right behind that, he says that we operate out of love and mercy. So let me break that down for you. If you got, Auburn is made up of two sections, I like to say, orange and blue, right? Okay, cool. We can say that's black and white. You can have, however you want to say it. But right now, orange is hurting. And you can't have orange without blue. 
So when Blue says, you know what, Orange, I don't know what you're hurting so bad about and I don't agree with it. So guess what? I'm not going to support you anymore. How bad would this look if you took all the orange out? Would it still be Auburn? No, nah, it wouldn't. Have you ever seen an Auburn logo without blue and orange? Ever? You may have, but it's not the one we love. We might like some, but the one we love is orange, or excuse me, orange and blue. It takes two. So let's just, let's cut the, let's cut the mess. When it comes down to the social relations of, the, of America right now and how the football players at Auburn feel about it, you don't have to agree, but you should be respectful about it because we respect each other as Auburn men and Auburn women. Respectful. We're not going to disrespect anybody. We're not going to do that. We're going to seek to understand. Listen, I get it, and try to educate. So, you know, I got a lot of respect for the people that who always say, talk about the Black Lives Matter movement and its relation to being a Marxist group. That's fine. You know why? Because that's how you feel and you took an attempt to educate. You didn't just say, hey, I don't like you and I'm ashamed of Auburn because you said Black Lives Matters." For what you believe to be true, you attempted to educate and that starts dialogue and that's how we fix things. Let's talk. Let's figure it out. Let's seek to understand. Why is he hurting so bad? Chandler Wooden is a model citizen. I've heard nothing but good things about him. Awesome football player. I root for him on Saturdays. But why is he hurting so bad? And just because you don't understand the hurt doesn't mean that the hurt isn't valid. Why is Dukes hurting? Hmm. Why is Dukes hurting about a guy that he's never met? How many people out there cried? Cried about Pat Dye? Cried about Rod Brambley? Cried about guys that a lot of you have never even met, but you felt like you knew. I have the utmost respect for those Auburn men. I never met them, but I felt it when they passed, as a lot of us did. So it doesn't take for you to have to know somebody to feel for them. Because that's mercy, that's love, and that's part of the Auburn creed. Coach Die, probably my favorite Auburn quote, excuse me, quote, of all time. Alabama fans love Alabama football. Auburn fans love Auburn. Love. 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 I can't say this enough. Love. We have to love each other enough to listen before we alienate ourselves as a family. Auburn's biggest draw in recruiting is the family aspect. So you guys who are showing support publicly, I appreciate it. Hey, you family, for showing support, I appreciate it. The guys who went under that comment and who didn't agree with Black Lives Matters but attempted to educate without being, disrespect without being disrespectful, I appreciate it. The guys who sought out the guys who were making the comments against Black Lives Matters, against Black Lives Matters, not the Marxist group, but the meme that was posted. For those guys who went out to seek to explain instead of causing the arms to fight, I appreciate it. Because nothing is going to change without education. 
It doesn't matter how many practices you sit out. It doesn't matter how much you say we're not going to play. It doesn't matter how much you're going to say I'm not going to buy tickets to the game. It doesn't matter how much support you're going to pull away from Auburn. None of this goes away without education, love, and mercy. And that's what's needed right now. Education, love, and mercy. E-L-M. B-L-M and E-L-M. Education, love, and mercy. You've got to obey the law. You've got to. You should not resist arrest. You should not. But I have never seen where resisting arrest was an offense punishable by death. Mm. Now, you should not resist arrest. You shouldn't. But you don't deserve to die about it. That's my point. Let's move on. Now, I don't even want to get into the politics, but I had to say something. It's been on my heart all weekend. It ain't even no Auburn football to cover. This is the biggest deal. And so what I want is for us to mobilize ourselves in love and mercy for when these guys are hurting, that we root for on Saturdays, that even if we don't agree that we can uh, try and attempt to understand and show some empathy. Hey, I don't know what you got going on right now, and I don't really don't believe that, but hey, man, you're orange, and I'm blue, and we're together. That's what Auburn is about. No matter what walk of life you come from, you're orange, but I'm blue, and we belong together. So I'm going to support you. Now I may not believe in it. And maybe I need to be taught a little further. And maybe I need to know a little more. But I'm going to agree to listen. Out of love and mercy. Based on the Auburn Creed. I saw somebody else say. There were more white unarmed men killed. In the past years than black people. That is true. You know, it's also true that the rate of unarmed black men versus unarmed black white men that have been killed in America is almost three to one, a little over three to one. Now, simple math, and this is going to be the last thing. And this is for my guys who don't understand why the guys are hurt. I'm trying to explain it just so you, you can understand that. Why, they're so, oh, why are black people so scared? Uh, we got rid of slavery. Yeah, yeah, slavery was so long ago. Well, slavery ain't that long ago for me. I'm 37. My dad is 78. His dad had him when he was 49. My grandfather was born in 1895. His daddy was born a slave. My great-granddad, not even like great-great, eight generations removed, my father's grandfather was a slave. How you think my dad feels? My dad... When he graduated high school and wanted to go to college, he couldn't go to Auburn if he wanted to. He couldn't. He couldn't. Harold Franklin was the first. And that was after my dad had graduated high school, so he couldn't. Harold Franklin is still alive and still having to deal with some BS. Go check out that story on uh, WSJ. But uh, yeah. You know, he's got to deal with those memories of how it used to be. So even though things are changing, 
we still have some of those. We have to be deprogrammed for some of that stuff. We can't forget it. My dad went through it. My mom went through it. You know, you probably have friends that have went through it or have family members that went through it. I mean, schools just got segregated in the 60s, man. It ain't that long ago. So just kind of have a little patience when you talk. Just because you don't understand it don't mean it ain't true. And I say the same thing for you. Got a good buddy of mine, police officer, play same neighborhood, awesome quarterback, went D1, police officer, starts to rap, becomes a, a rapping officer, and always talks about how we need to support the police department. Support our police. I got plenty of partners that police, that are police. Yes, they need our support because every police officer ain't bad. But the ones that are make such a negative impact because they're taking people's lives. That's why we're up in arms. That's why the football players are upset because nothing is changing. So if you don't know that, maybe that not, that may not have been the best way to go about it, but it was peaceful. Nobody looted. Right? So you can't tell these kids that you care about the game and tell them to shut up and play. If your boss walks out saying, and, and they like, and, and, and a lot of people are saying, well, I can't go to work and just call out of work because I feel some, I feel a kind of way. You can't. But if you go to work and your boss tells you to shut up and work, when you voice a, a, an opinion, an opinion that's really dear to you, or if you're walking around slow because you feel something, and your boss says, shut up and work. I don't pay you to have feelings. I pay you to work. How are you going to feel about it? Probably, you're not, probably not going to want to work for that guy, right? So that's what a lot of the guys felt last week when they didn't feel like going to the meeting. Because the comments and the messages that were sent on, on social media, some of them were horrible. A lot of them were. But there was a lot of Auburn fan support. And that's what I want to focus on. Love and mercy. Now, I didn't mean to take up all the time to talk about that, but it had to be said. And uh, we got to clean up our own house. Before we go out and we start doing all these other things, Auburn, family, we got to do our own thing. Black and white, Asian, Hispanic, don't matter. Black lives do matter. But that doesn't mean that white lives don't. All lives do matter. And, but that doesn't mean that black lives don't. But if black, if somebody says black lives matter, it's true. They do. It's probably not the best time to come back and say, well, all lives matter too. You should wake up and say all lives matter. All right, fine. That's how you feel. That's how you feel. All lives matter. Say white lives matter. Say whatever you feel like you need to say. It's a free country. But as an Auburn man or an Auburn woman, show love and mercy with your responses to that. And seek to understand. Seek to understand. We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Because we should seek to listen twice as much as we talk. So, man, let's listen, man. I love all of y'all. I, I know I'm probably going to lose some followers. I'm going to lose some subscriptions, but I don't care. Because I care more about cleaning up what's going on in Auburn right now, right? And getting back to the place that we can cheer for each other. And those guys want to go out there and run through a brick wall to make us happy. 
because they really came to Auburn because they believed in the Auburn atmosphere. Think about it. We don't have the facilities to complete to compete with Clemson. We don't have the national championships to compete with Alabama when it comes to recruiting. We can't say that. We don't have the unknown resources that UGA has. <laughs> right? It's about family in Auburn. It's up to us to protect that. So for you guys that believe in what I'm saying, when you support these guys online, because that's where they are right now. That's where the world is. It's online. They see that. Tennessee is doing a hell of a job recruiting because they took advantage and they took hold of social media. I got to say, they go crazy. They do. So, man, Auburn family, let's get mobilized. And, you know, if you don't hear anything else, operate out of love and mercy. All right, now we got through that. Um, one of the biggest things or the, the 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 biggest needs in recruiting was offensive line for us, right? So we got an extra year, which buys us some time. But also, it looks like we're on the verge of losing one of our biggest, literally our biggest recruits, Jamari and Gucci out of Tennessee. Uh, it looks like Tennessee has made a major move on him. I saw some crystal ball picks for him going to Tennessee. Uh, Keith also repeat, uh, reported that, yeah, he sees uh, Gooch not being a part of our class. How do you feel about that, Dukes? Well, I feel like um, it's a major blow when it comes to a developmental prospect. Do I feel like he would have been able to play next year? Not at all. Uh, he actually, by losing him, our commitment ranking would probably go up um, based on our average, but where we he was at a position of need. And so we talk about Crum, who's, um, according to sources, maybe committing to uh, Louisiana Lafayette soon, or Louisiana, I think that's just what it is now. And uh, he's a guy that Auburn has been monitoring, Rod, or some complications going on with that situation, I don't really know. Uh, Diego Pounds is somebody that uh, a lot of people have a crystal ball going to Penn State. But I think that he's in uh, North Carolina, which is Garner's area, so I wouldn't count him out there. But also uh, Mason Bundy, who I've talked about before at length, uh, is a guy who's uh, in Georgia committed to Liberty right now. But if you want to think about it, like I've been talking about Bundy the whole time, if, if Bundy and Crum have the same type of offer list, you kind of want to go with the guy closer to you is what I'm seeing on the boards. But at this point, Anything outside of that top three, I mean, Brockemeyer, Mims, uh, J.C. Latham, all of those guys can be developed. Those are the guys that I saw as the, the, the generation. There's only three of them. It's a million schools. It's only three of those guys right now that we see that just passed the eye test, and they might not pan out. But there are going to be some guys that may not be that highly ranked. We may have a guy on defense right now who can be that next left, stud left tackle, Alec Jackson, right? So I wouldn't get too, too worried about it. I mean – of course, Auburn's going to keep fighting and try to keep him in the class, but yeah, definitely. I just feel like uh, it's not anything. The sky's not falling, chick a little, so we're fine right now. Um, in the case of Nylon Green, just a quick update uh, here. Everything's pretty much stat, uh, pretty much uh, status quo. Uh, no real major changes right now. Her still communicating with Auburn. Um, as I said last week, uh, one thing to, uh, to watch would be where his sister is leaning or, or you know, any, any clues from there. And that's a lot of times what they ask is how do we get our information and what we do and who are we getting it from. It's not just about having inside sources. It's about reading the tea leaves. 
And uh, a lot of times people will try to throw you off. So when you go play that recruiting game, just be under, just just be able to understand that things can change at any moment. Gooch was just on uh, J-Boy's show saying he's 100% committed, and now you got all this smoke coming around. So you never know. I mean, Adonai Mitchell was telling everybody he was coming to Auburn, and then he went to Georgia, and nobody predicted that. And the only reason a lot of people even knew is because the story got leaked on the Tennessee early. So, you know, I'm not going to sit up here and act like I just had an incredible source on that. It, they accidentally put an article out. And the people who saw it, first, some of my Twitter followers saw it. And they were like, hey, Dukes, what you think? I'm like, Shh, it looks like, hey, <laughs> it looks like the man going to Georgia. So, now nah, just, um, we can all help each other. We can all pass information. But I think that, uh, you know, this is an episode that, and I've got some great interviews coming up, and I have more intel, but we didn't have any practice last week. Didn't get a whole lot about recruiting because you got to look look what was going on in Auburn. I mean, situation was in unrest. So uh, I think definitely the time is now for us to reflect, gather ourselves back up, pat each other on the back. If there are, if there are any apologies that need to be said, say them now. If there's anything that needs to be done, say them now. Like, hey, man, you know what? I didn't understand what you had going on. I don't really understand what's going on with you, but hey, I love you. So since I love you, I'm willing to listen. Alan Green just said, our AD, if a conversation is uncomfortable, then it's probably worth having. So look, guys, I really didn't want to go that far into it, but I just wanted to kind of let you guys know that I see both sides of it. But one side I can't see is being disrespectful. To 19 to 20 year old athletes Can't see it That's not That's not gonna fly That's not the Auburn way Alright Trust the scoop Remember Operate out of love And mercy See y'all next time